With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is good, people? Welcome to another episode of the Undiluted Football Show. I am your host, Tony Afoke. And another week of Premier League action saw no changes at the top. However, a lot of talking points regardless. First of all, we're going to start off with Manchester City. Manchester City grinded out a 1-0 victory after Raul Jimenez decided to have a brain fart and get sent off in 31 seconds. However, Man City won 1-0 with a Raheem Sterling penalty in which we saw Raheem Sterling join the illustrious Premier League 100 club. And... um, let, there's not too much to take from this City performance in, in general. City got the job done. They got a penalty. Let me get the job done. They got a penalty and a controversial one at that. But they got the job done. And at the end of the day, Raheem Sterling scored his 100 Premier League goal. And um, I feel like we need to give this a testament to Raheem Sterling because when Raheem Sterling was at Liverpool, he was regarded as a not a natural finisher not a natural finisher. And if you look at the Premier League 100 club, there are no people, none of those people are known as not natural finishers, if that makes sense. You look at the likes of Henri, um, Rooney, Lampard, Darren Bent, even Andy Cole. Like There's so many people in that Premier League 100 club and they're all seen as natural finishers. So the fact that Raheem Sterling is now on that list is just a testament to what he's done throughout his career. And I feel like that should be recognised. And uh, we don't really recognise that with Raheem Sterling because he's kind of... We don't realise how good he is. I think we realised during the Euros how much he was an impact to England. But then in this season, still he's still been in and out of the City squad and stuff like that. So I just want to use this. I don't even want to talk about City because at the end of the day, Jason's won for a Sterling penalty. But I feel like we need to give a testament, massive testament to Raheem Sterling. A little five, two seconds round of applause for what he has done for just becoming that... Because, listen, he's not a striker. He never was a striker. He never played a striker. I know Pep trying to implement him in that false line, but let's not lie, he's not a striker. So for him to join that illustrious club of the Premier League 100 is a massive achievement for him, and I feel like that should be recognised 
And I feel like it should be regarded as another English person right in the Premier League 100. Now, let's get on to the other ones in the top three on the little title race that is going so far. Liverpool just stumbled over the line with a 1-0 victory against Steven Gerrard's Aston Villa. I don't know who, who thought I'd be saying that. But um, again, Liverpool just got through the line. Silly challenge, but silly challenge by Mings. He didn't need to didn't need to tackle them. Salah kind of went past him, used his pace, and then went into him and then realised, yeah, boom, that's a pen. Let me score the pen. Call it a 1-0, three points. And at the end of the day, these are, as I said, I keep saying, the difference between champions and title contenders is that champions don't need to play well to win the three points. That is, it's just the difference between champions and people with, like, good teams, right? And Liverpool, I'm not saying they didn't play well. Liverpool did attack um, Villa and Gerrard, but Villa had a plan. They were defending well deep, but it was just at the end of the day, Liverpool got the job done and the penalty, Salah, great penalty, hit the side net, no keeper and was saving that and boom, got the job done in the end of the day. So it's just a, it's a nice win for Liverpool, keeps them well within the title race and no really much big changes into the uh, top table. However, this is the thing, can Liverpool and can Liverpool keep relying on Salah? And I know everyone says, oh, when AFCON comes, Liverpool are going to be missing the likes of Matip or Salah and um, Mane. But what we've got to realise is that AFCON starts in the what, 9th, of, 9th of Jan or 23rd of Jan. I think it's the 9th of Jan and finishes. No, it starts on the 23rd of Jan and it finishes around the 9th of Jan. Liverpool actually don't miss that many games. From what I'm from what I'm checking right now, the only games that Liverpool will be without Salah and Mane will be Shrewsbury at home, which is an FA Cup time, Lit Brentford at home, which is in the Premier League, and Crystal Palace away. So the only Premier League games that Salah and Mane are likely to miss are Brentford at home and Crystal Palace away. And really and truly right now, if they if they're without Salah and Mane with Brentford at home and Liverpool and um Brentford, Brentford at home and Crystal Palace away. I feel like without Salah and Mane, Liverpool have a decent enough team to win those games. They can bring in Jota, they can bring in Minamino or Rigi and stuff like that. And they could still get maybe a point, three points from that game. So I don't feel like, I feel like people need to realise that Salah and Mane are not going to be that massive miss. I know we think because AFCON, they're just going to be there. And th- and this is even if they go through the whole of AFCON because they've got Leicester on the 9th of February, but AFCON will finish on the 6th. So... It's a massive thing where I'm thinking Liverpool are not going to really miss Salah and Mane that much when you actually go to think about it. Because really, really, Brentford at home, Crystal Palace away. Like, if those were any other fixtures for Salah and Mane to miss, those are decent fixtures for Salah and Mane to miss. So I do respect them in that situation. So I honestly feel like Liverpool will be fine. I feel like Liverpool are not going to really kind of miss Salah and Mane during that AFCON. But we'll see. We can't predict the future just yet. On to Chelsea now, and I keep saying Chelsea. In the words of um, Jesse from Breaking Bad, they can't keep getting away with this, but they did once again. Chelsea um, and Jorginho scored two penalties and a last-minute one just to beat Leeds 3-2 at Stamford Bridge. Now, as I said, Chelsea haven't been playing well. I know Chelsea fans are now saying, oh, we have no midfield and Kante and we only have one world-class player and blah, 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 blah. But one thing I will tell you is that Chelsea have not been playing well for a good amount of time now. But... They still keep winning games. I know they lost to West Ham last week. They drew to Man United. They drew to Burnley, and they beat um, Watford away. And it's just a situation in a sense that Tuchel knows it, 
at least he got the three points today, but he knows his Chelsea side needs to perform better if they want to be keeping up with the race between Man City and Chelsea. I'm not saying Man City and Chelsea played well. They both scored with um, just penalties. But at the same time, if they want to be constantly competing with those lot, those are not going to happen with City again. But Chelsea have been showing this inconsistent form for a bit now. Now, I know they got the win and there's not much you can say on it, but a lot of fans and a lot of Chelsea fans know that Chelsea players need to step up in a situation. They need to do much better for their club. So at the end of the day, we'll see what Chelsea are about. They got the win at the end of the day and they got the three points. So really and truly, they cannot be that mad. But they are living dangerously at the moment. I really feel like if Chelsea don't back up, the, back up their ideas and like Lukaku, again, didn't even get that many minutes. Or I'm not even sure if he played, to be fair. But um, again, I know he's not. He needs to come back into injury. He needs to get back into the flow of things. But still, they need to be. They need to have people firing. Chelsea needs to be that side we once saw that are hard to beat and know how to get the goals. But right now, they they won. But two penalties and a and a amazing amount of goal is 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 good enough. I was gonna say it's not good enough, but it's good enough because they got the three points. But they can't keep doing that every week in week out because they will get found out in a couple of weeks time. But that's down to Chelsea and that's down to whether Thomas Tuchel has the tools and the player personnel to do that. Now on to Arsenal as they convincingly beat Southampton 3-0. Um, I don't think there was much to take in this game. I feel like Southampton are just happy to be here at FC this season. I don't think there's anything good about Southampton or anything that's more particularly bad about Southampton than there is good. I feel like the old Bamiyang situation is, uh, I'll tend to say, is another disciplinary re- breach. Which, I'm sorry, Bamiyang, you're like 30, what, 32, 33, 31, even you're in your 30s, right? You are the captain of Arsenal. I, and this is not the first thing this has happened. How many times has Arteta dropped Aubameyang because of a disciplinary reach? We've heard it before. And I think it's kind of crazy that the captain of Arsenal Football Club has to be dropped because of a disciplinary breach. I think it's ridiculous. I really, really think it's ridiculous. And I feel like Aubameyang has to look at him. You know, I'm not even going to say Aubameyang has to look at himself because you do stuff for a reason, right? I feel like he's done it for a reason. You, you, I'm not even going to show, like, I'm not going to be one of them pundits and say, oh, Aubameyang has to look at himself. He has to do better. If he wants to do, he will, right? So really and truly, I don't think he wants to. So I don't, you could maybe even have the argument, maybe he doesn't want to be there anymore. But right now, I'm sorry, for a captain of Arsenal, that is really, really poor, really, really poor disciplinary. Like there was no, I think he was getting a tattoo. Well, people say it's, it's the comment of the the picture of the tattoo and so on and so forth. But who knows? We never really know, but only Arteta knows. But listen, he didn't play. But Arsenal still got the job done. Lacazette got a good goal in his first and nine. And Arsenal still got the job done against an unconvincing Southampton side. So it wasn't the end of the world. But at the same time, it's not great for um, Aubameyang. On to Man United. Um, well, what can I say? I watched the game. Obviously, as a Man United fan, um, surprising that we now had a week with Ranić playing under his system, and um, I didn't see any pressing. I didn't see any of that heavy metal football route. You know, Man did, but Ronaldo got a penalty, and we got the job done. So um, I think it was just a poor, poor performance from Man United. I feel like it was a Man United's fault as well. We did. It's not like we didn't create chances. I'm not going to say we created an array of chances. But Man United didn't create enough chances. The uh, f- players at the, f- the top of the four-two-two-two kept giving the ball away. Um, I even saw one of my boys tweet Bruno Fernandez as a nutcase, and I kind of agree with him. I feel like he played like a nutcase in a sense. 
Like he just constantly gives the ball away and just slaps the hero ball every two seconds, and it is just unnecessary. There's another way to play football, but that's my own opinion. I know some people may have that opinion, but um, listen, we still got a clean sheet, which is credit to David De Gea, of course, and we still got a win. So two wins under two under our two wins in two in under our Franjic in the Premier League. I really can't complain. I just feel like it is what it is. You can't really complain in these situations. Uh, on to Spurs. Spurs had their game postponed. They had supposed to play Brighton today, but they had their game postponed. And they also had their midweek game postponed against Rennes as well. And it's a weird one because Spurs have had a COVID outbreak. I'm not sure if we know who the players are that have been um, uh, that have contracted the coronavirus. But at the end of the day, I feel like, well, this is the thing Renz was saying that Spurs needs to pattern up and their reasons for cancelling the game wasn't good enough. And now they might be out of the, Euro- the Conference League. And I know people don't take the Conference League literally, but I was even saying this to a Spurs fan. I was saying Spurs need to take that competition seriously to an extent. Not yet, but they need to take it as seriously to an extent because right now, if they win their games in hands, Spurs will be fourth. But I just, and that's what they're aiming for. But at the same time, I really feel like Spurs need to create a winning mentality of a trophy within that club. And it's going to be much easier in the Conference League than it is going to be in the Carabao Cup, if they're still in it, or the FA Cup. So I really feel like Spurs need to create a winning mentality, whatever we do. I feel like Conte can do that. Whether he does it or not, we don't know, but we shall see. Um, on regards to the Champions League, Champions League draw is on Monday, and I think you're a big draw as well, but no one cares about that. <laughs> Champions League draw is going to be a good one because obviously all the English teams got through. They all topped their group except for Chelsea, who uh, was second in their group in the last minute. Um, I forgot who scored for Zenit, but a last minute goal. So well, Chelsea finished second in their group. There's going to be some good ties. I know there's some good teams in there, like Sporting Lisbon, who are showing what they can do without Bruno Fernandes. Um, Ajax as well. Eric Ten Hag is making Sebastian Haller look like R9 or Prime Lewandowski. So it's ridiculous. Uh, Bayern, uh, top of their group. PSG as well are looking good. Man United have top of their group. Man City. So it's going to be a good draw. There's going to be there's going to be a couple juicy ties, whether we like it or not. I know we may not knowing then they'll probably get like a PSG or something. But even still, who wouldn't want to take on Pochettino and PSG right now? The front three don't really press. And all you got to do is just pattern that front three and win the football game. However, easier said than done. It's, it is not that easy. So who knows? Anyway, that was a quick one. But thank you so much for listening to the Undiluted Football Show. You can follow me at Tony FOK. Follow Undiluted Football at Football at Undiluted Media 1. Undiluted undiluted media one on instagram as well you can like share subscribe to your friends if you don't believe anything i say you can comment or reply to me and have your say however this is another episode of the undiluted football show i've been your host tony afoke until next time people sports social podcast network okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.